Welcome to Talk It Out with Dr. Vince. This show is dedicated to the LGBTQ community and their friends. Join us as we discuss ongoing issues and continue to explore the life within our great community. Hi, welcome to Talk It Out with Dr. Vince. Uh, this show is coming to you from WRHU, also on podcast. Today, we're very lucky to have my nephew, Josh Pellegrino, who is going to talk. Uh, he's a former s- sergeant for the Marine Corps for eight years, and he's been was transferred to the Army Reserves, where he's a staff sergeant, and he's been doing that for the past 12 years. Is that correct, Josh? That is correct. Oh, wow. 20 years in the military. Uh, I know. You're in the Army now. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, we would consider you to be one of our straight allies, and uh, right. we're very appreciative of having it. But you come to us with a real interesting perspective. I recall when uh, you and I had a conversation, you knew I was out gay man, that, uh, you know, I mentioned about gays in the military. And, you know, oh, no, no, no gays in the military. Oh, no way. And I said, okay. <laughs> Fine. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> so tell the audience what uh, what you know all about that, and a little bit about yourself as well. So go right sure. ahead. Sure. Sure. Uh, so yes, it's it's never been much of a secret that uh, I've known you as a as a gay male, um, and obviously my loving uncle. And uh, when I did join the Marine Corps, uh, you you mentioned something about the fact that uh, there are gays in the military, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. And uh, about I'd say uh, right through actually recruit training, we had somebody in our platoon uh, in our recruiting platoon um, that was. Feminine, feminine, the, the, feminine, feminine, the yeah. yes, thank you, yeah. hard work for me to say. Yeah, feminine yeah. acting, we call it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, and the drill instructors are really there to break you down, make you feel less of a person, because right. uh, they're going to build you back up the way the Marines want you to be, how you're going to talk, how you're going to walk, right. how you're going to act, etc. So there were comments, you know, uh, like, you know, I'm not going to use the, the recruit's name, but he didn't graduate with us. Uh, he oh. had some issues, you know, he couldn't keep up with the rest of us. But right. because of the fact that he really didn't show that straight masculinity, uh, one of our uh, black drill instructors would make comments like, stretch your stuff, girlfriend, is, you know, make him walk up and down the, uh, the, the uh, you know, the deck and stuff. And to us, we, you know, it... Uh, you know, it was kind of comical at the time, but, you know, you really didn't think about, um, you know, the impact that it had on, on that individual himself. Yeah, so a little bit of regret, you know, uh, having laughed at his expense, um, you know, and, and, and we laughed at, you know, when he would butcher us in the, you know, sandbox and so forth, but um, that was it. Then when you get into the fleet, uh, you know, you start to see a pattern. You start to see some Marines that would... Um, that you knew could have been gay, may have been gay, but in the Marine Corps, when I was in, um, a complete taboo. If you came out of the closet in the Marine Corps in that time, 2003, mm-hmm. four, five, six, I mean, I was active duty till 2007, and then I went Marine Reserves from 2008 to 2011. Even before I left in 2011, coming out of the closet in the Marine Corps was a death sentence. Wow. Um, and I hate right. to say that, but yeah. uh, there was it was very um, you didn't want to you didn't want to do that. Um, right. When I transferred into the Army Reserves uh, at the rank of sergeant, I got to keep my rank. Um, right. uh, shortly thereafter, they actually lifted the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" right. uh, 
so I got to see it from the Army perspective, the transition um, of, you know, the acceptance or non-acceptance of uh, homosexuality in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was... Um, it wasn't so much not well welcomed. Um, I was in DC National Guard at first, at first so um, there was you know, it really wasn't perceived as like a total taboo. Um, and I, you know, and I, I feel bad for the, the gay the gay male versus the gay female because the gay females, the straight males, have no problem with it. It's really. Just, well, I think it's the fantasization that you know they're gonna you know they might they might get lucky and end up in the middle of the middle of the two you know, wow. um, or there's something erotic or exotic about that right, whole right, thing. Right, two right. gay men, you know, oh, disgusting. And wow. you know, before that whole transition, you'd have guys say, "Oh, I'm not going to go in a foxhole with you know with a gay male and stuff." I'm like, "Well, you know, not for nothing. Uh, I don't think he'd find you attractive either." <laughs> so, you know. Right. Um, I was fortunate, though, because I came in the Marine Corps at age 26, so I was a lot more mature. I joined because of post-9-11. Um, right. And, you know, and I, I spent years, uh, you know, having been educated by you and, and so forth. And, you know, the younger generations, the younger kids, just like in schools, just and you as an educator, you understand, you know, these, these kids that are coming straight out of home, it starts in the home. And, you know, we all, we both know that my father didn't approve of your lifestyle, but my father really? taught wow, me to, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but my father taught me this, this, this two things that I come to the conclusion of. Mm-hmm. My father taught me to love you because you're my uncle. Right. And so, you know, I've always said that it's either one of two things. You either love and respect or love or respect mm-hmm. the other person, regardless of their sexuality or whatever. So I, I was told to love you, which didn't, didn't really have to be convinced on it, because I, of course, I loved you. Right. And uh, through the years, as you educated me, and you said you always were there for me, and I never, you know, uh, I always knew I felt safe around you and your friends. Um, you know, and I saw so there was the respect. So coming in the Marine Corps, I had a better knowledge of being right. able to accept and, and and understand the whole gay uh, lesbian, you know, that you know that whole feature. Right. Right. Wow, that sounds great. I mean, uh, that's good to hear that, Josh. Yeah. Well, again, um, Kirsten, did you, when you were in the military, did you meet other men and women who had gay uh, relatives like you did? Um, not so much. Uh, it, it's it's funny. It's not like it's talk, it's weird. It's not talked uh, about. Not, right. Yeah, I mean, there has been conversations. Uh, for example, we had one Marine who got in trouble because he wore his dress blues at a gay parade in New York city. Um, and you're not allowed to establish your, you're not allowed to wear your blues or your Marines while you're on active duty in any political or, um, uh, any type of, uh, event that's right. not approved by the command. Mm-hmm. So in one breath, you know, he was just supporting his brother but he got a lot of backlash for it. Um, he didn't lose rank or anything, but they, they it definitely got brought up to the attention of the command. Wow. I was the legal chief at the time, so I was actually kind of, he was fortunate enough that I was able to somewhat be a liaison in the year of the command star major and mm. the uh, CO, and just kind of explain, like, look, you know, I can understand yada, 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 uh, where his perspective was. And, and so I think that kind of um, helped break it down. And, you know, be honest with you, from from an insider perspective, from a straight guy's perspective, 
I'll be very optimistic and say for the gays in the military, it's going to be a lot better moving forward. It's starting to become more and more accepted in some stances, but not so much in all fields of the military. If you're talking infantry or combat support, maybe still getting a little pushback, but if you're talking other type of, you know, like the medical or administrative or those type of fields, maybe a little less. Mm. Now, transgender is is a different topic and transgender is becoming i don't see that really being social being accepted completely in the army for a very very long time wow Um, how so josh why do you think that well you know for me i so i you could be honest you're not comfortable with it for me i i think that if you know i believe in two genders there's two genders male and female you know, if you see, if you wake up one day and you say you want to be a female, I can understand that better than saying no. I I was born a female. No, you weren't born a female. You were born a male. Um, so that because of that whole because of that whole mindset, um, there becomes the question: Is is it a mental disorder? Is it something that can be handled? Um, you know, do they have some mental problems, and do I want that person serving next to me that has some type of mental incapacity where they well, they don't identify? Right. Is it are, are, yeah. right, or are you gonna like tomorrow? You're gonna identify as a fire truck, okay. you know, because it would make as much sense as you know as yeah, you know. I, I, I don't mean, and I and I hope not to offend anybody, but I'm no. just I'm, I'm actually no, being you're, completely you're just being honest. And my, you know, yeah. of course, people who are transgender listening to this will probably go, you know, the f word, right? But, and you, you know, know, but yeah, but circle back to the whole respecting. You know, you right. got to understand, like, just because, you know, the, just because you may not understand where they're coming from or how they are right. doesn't mean you need to uh, disrespect uh, them or hurt them, disrespect them or demolish them. Right. Or, you know, this, this, yes. this, 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 you know, like we can have open and open, engaging conversations and figure out where and how we can work this out. Okay. And I think it, right now everything's coming at us so fast with, um, you know, there's this huge woke, woke agenda going on, you know, where it's going to kind of kind of get force fed down a lot of people's throats and they're not ready for it you know um you know a a friend of mine made a comment the other day he's like i sometimes i feel like i'm good i got a a rainbow gun being held against my head saying i need to accept it and i'm like that's an interesting analogy but you know uh why do you feel that like what makes you think that i mean you know is it really going to affect you as a soldier is it going to affect you as a leader because even if 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 i was given a transgender soldier I, as a leader, am responsible for ensuring that their their health and comfort and their safety is fully taken care of, whether I agree with it or not. It's my job, you know. Right. right. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, and they, hence you have uh, you have a lot of people that uh, we have a lot of the kind of the old hats that are trying to dip out. That so to say, um, I on the other hand, we just uh, just reenlisted, <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's. It's a hard conversation to have right. at such a quick time, you know? Right, right, right. Especially nowadays where it seems to be so much acrimony in the country right now with everybody, oh, you know, God, yes. at each other's throats for various things. It's hard to be able to, you know, fully accept uh, people who come from this kind of yeah. world uh, where you view them in a certain way. And, you know, especially if you're thinking it's a mental disorder, which it isn't. Um, but again, right. it's just... Uh, you know, but if that's the mindset, and and this is something that you know, yeah, I, I can see it being taking some time, but 
I know the same thing with the athletes, with women athletes who are transgender, you know, the whole transgender issue with that as well. Right. It's a very touchy subject. But, you know, it's, 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 you know, we're all, you know, as long as people make the effort to make the, to try to, you know, understand and try to, you know, come together. And, um, and you know, the same thing with the gay community, which we went through, or if you're still going to go through. Um, <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, and it's tough. And I understand. And, you know, but yet, you know, people want to serve. You know, they want to serve their country. They want to protect their country. They want to protect people that they love, you know, and especially if, you know, with the way the tensions are in the world today. I mean, we want right. all our able soldiers and our able citizens to be able to, you know, fight for their country. Um, but and, it, the, the, yeah. and the other thing is, you know, the percentage. You know, the, the media is the, the media is the biggest ringleader in this whole thing. Okay. Social media, the ringleader, it, it's a very small population right now. It right. is not... If for the, I try to explain this to the ones that have issues with it. It's like, it's not a full, full, it's not, you're, you're going to make it sound like there's a million, there's a million guys. You make it sound like there's a bunch of pink tanks are going to be driving down the road and, and you know, we're going to get taken over, we're taking over. Like, you know, well, relax. that's what some people want to believe. Yeah. But again, well, that's well, the fear mongering. That's, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And hate speech. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it's, you know, and you need to stop that. And again, like I said, it comes, okay. it starts from the home. Just right. like my father taught me to love. You know, well, that's a good know. point. Yes. Being taught in the home to love one another, to respect one another, even though we come right. from different lifestyles some different cultures, you know, to try, work on it, work on it. Don't that's just ignore it or or throw it in the garbage, you know, and, and right. say they're not worth it. That's horrible because this whole program. And I think I've told you and I've told others in the family, I'm advocating against gay shame, which has killed so many young gay men and women, um, transgender, and uh, causing suicide, among other things, alcoholism, right. drug addiction, all that, because they come from a feeling of negative self-worth. I want to instill pride and love for who one is, no matter who they are, that they'll love who they are, that they're unique, they're special. And I sometimes feel as if maybe the military can't embrace that right now. The, the, you know, people, the way you know, we're trying to get people to think, especially in an academic setting, to love and, and to, to respect and support. But I, sometimes it can be hard, you know, when you're thinking this guy or this woman or this man next to me, I don't feel comfortable with them, you know. But again, right. but if you're in combat, too bad. I mean, the ancient Greeks fought with, together, lovers fought together because they fought harder to protect their lover. You know, right. I'm sorry to get right. emotional about this, but, you know, no. why were they so much more advanced back 2,000 years ago than they are today? You know, because uh, right. you have the people screaming, oh, they're this, they're that, they're no good. You know, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's not good. That's what I, I grew up feeling that way, you know, and, um, right. and it was through my community and, and uh, the college and all that, specifically in the theater, where I felt embraced. I didn't feel embraced anywhere else. I didn't. Right. You know, so, you know, we, a lot of men and women, in trans, you know, be gay, straight, tra you know, transgender, bisexual, held those feelings as well. And it's, you know, it's always, and it's difficult to hear that still there's a large percentage of the population that hate us or don't yeah. feel comfortable with us or don't trust us or don't want to love us or support us or respect us. Well, they don't want to learn. They don't want to understand. Well, thank it's... you for that. Thank you for that perspective, and I'm glad I, I instilled that in you. I know I did that from Michael as well, you know, your other your yep. cousin and uh, my sister's son. 
Yeah, you're my brother's son, you know, and you have three beautiful boys now that, you know, you are responsible for and also relaying that message to them. You know, you have one who's five and the other two are one, you know, they just had a birthday. And, uh, you know, you're the role model for them. And and it's good to hear that you're going to teach your sons to respect and and try to make an effort to understand um, those people who are different than who they are or if they might be who I am. One of them may be, you know, I'm just saying, you know, right. it could happen. You know, I, my doorman told me the other day, he, you know, he said, oh, I have five ch- children. I, I wanted to say, you know, one of them could be gay. What would you do? I'm sure he'd be, <laughs> he'd be cool about it, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, it's, it's a genetic factor and people still don't believe that. They still like it's a choice like I ordered steak. Instead of chicken, you know, it's not a choice. I would have, if I was, if I was straight, I would have had five kids and working for your uh, grandfather, running the business. Right. You know, I mean, right. but that wasn't what it was, and my father accepted that, and my mother tried, you know, worked on accepting it, you know, but uh, well, they both worked on trying to accept it, and they did eventually. And again, they, you know, they paid for my wedding to to Ricky, which didn't right. last more than six years, but you know. It was still good. It was a beautiful day, and I'm sorry you weren't there for that. But um, I think I was in college, right? Yeah. Yes, I was. So, but every you know, family there was so beautiful. But you sure. know, but you know, Josh, I really want to thank you for you know coming on the show, and, Absolutely. and, and talking about this and, and being so honest. Um, wait, so one thing, um, you know, that I was attacked two or three times because of my being gay, you know, physically, mm-hmm. uh, things thrown at me or fights and stuff like that. Do you see that happening in the military with gay men um, or, or no. gay women or transgender? If it, if it does, if it is, or if it is happening, uh, I haven't seen it and I haven't really heard of anything of it. Right. Um, I think, like I said, I think that the whole, acceptance of gay males and gay females in the military is kind of being a little more accepted now. Okay. Keep in mind, we also have a younger generation that's coming in now. So True. they've already True. kind yeah. of instilled. And, you know, back in my day, I always just, I, I kind of joked. I was just like, shoot, we had to go to college to figure out we were gay, you know, like, or come out to be gay, you know, and now I'm here and they're coming out of junior high. It's just a joke, but I mean, it's like, you never really heard of it until college. I never heard it through, through junior high or high school, but yeah. in college, yeah, hear a few here and there so that was kind of the joke that i always made and you know it's not i'm not using it as an expense against you know those that had hard times coming out of the closet but it's just like suddenly now it's this new generation where they're like you know what i can come out i know it's somewhat safe i know i know that i'll be accepted a little bit more than i would have been maybe 10 15 20 years ago right right. that's kind of fallen and that's also kind of taking a wave into uh, the military. The military is kind of a little more, the, the officer corps is kind of a little more liberal these days than they used to be. Okay. Um, so uh, with that also being in perspective, that's also a big, a big influence as well. Like we have sharp training, as I believe the acronym, uh, oh gosh, it's, I think it's sexual harassment and weight prevention, but they talked about transgender in there and the, you know, how we're now, now transgender, uh, uh, um, People are are now able to join the the you know the military and so forth. So we had to go through that training, and the same expectations that you would give you know a, a, a heterosexual or homosexual it didn't really matter. You had to show the same respect to them, you know, or else you would face punitive action in the military. Right. So, right. Um, but uh, I know of 
at least one gay male in my reserve unit. And I, 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 I can't name names, but because right. uh, I'm not, not. A, I'm not right. authorized to speak on behalf of my company. But um, but we, you know, me and several other soldiers have talked, knowing he's, hey, he, you know, we've heard speculation, we've heard rumors, and we don't care. It's like, okay, if he's gay, he's gay, whatever. Right. You know, he's a soldier. He's been there when I've needed him. If he's I needed something there, to help, he's what, there to yeah. protect. There he does defend. his job, right? Yeah, he, right. he does his job, and you know what? Yeah. If he if he likes males, then say lovey. That's his business. He, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, right. uh, so and and so that having known that, but uh, I'll be honest with you, there there I do know of some other soldiers, some of the Marines that I've served with, and God, you know, if I mentioned that to them, they're like, oh, you gotta, how can you be in the same barracks? I'm like, wow. well, it's easy. Wow. You know, I'm not spooning them in our I'm afraid he's going to come in like uh, come yeah, in, bed you know? in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. You know, so. <laughs> wow. But you know, it it, it is you, you know, know sometimes I, I, those who protest like that, Josh, are really wanting that. Okay, sometimes I, you know that, what, that I, does I, protest too much is an old Shakespearean yeah. <laughs> line, which comes from yeah. reality. Thou does protest too much because I want that too, but I right. can't say that I want that. You know, that's right. You know, and again, but those are the ones who are dangerous. Those are the ones who attacked me and my partner, right. you know, David at the time. And that's disgusting. You know. And that's uh, absolutely disgusting. And, it, it really and you know, is, and you know, as an active shooter response instructor and stuff like that, I never, I could have told you, I, yeah. I could have told you five years ago, if you would ask me if I thought a transgender person was going to shoot a school, I would have told you you were lying. Yeah, it's yeah. become, we've become so angry with each other and right. we've become. Yeah to a point where it feels like there's got to be some type of reality, retaliation and backlash. Right. It's been a work. Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah. and it's, and we're both guilty on both parties, both sides, both, yeah. you know, and it doesn't matter. Everybody's guilty. Well, so need, you know, uh, I, I'm all, I know you own guns and I know you, you know, and you're a responsible gun owner. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do have thoughts about locked up guns cause you have three boys you know, yeah, you know, so, always you know, locked. Right. And, uh, you know, and as I said, that's, um, you know, there's another conversation for another day. Yeah. But uh, sure, uh, for I always show, feel right? that we can we can resolve <laughs> things by words rather than shooting ourselves, each other. Exactly. You know, and that still seems to be every day, every day I'm hearing of shootings of families of innocence. And it makes me yeah. cry. And uh, that's a whole other story for another time. But I am but concerned all- about oh. protecting my community. You know, right. And, uh, you know, it's good to hear that people like you and your friends, um, you know, and, and the higher ups uh, are, are more sensitive and more, you know, compassionate towards uh, people who are different, but that want to serve and want to protect and defend their country. And, exactly. uh, and I appreciate yep. that. And I think you're going to be a, an excellent role model for your, your sons. Listen, I just want to ask you, like I ask all people that I've interviewed, what what last words would you like to say on the topic of gays in the military and about um, you know moving forward you know and, and to getting away from that mindset that gay, gays are uh, members of the LGBTQ community are are dangerous you know or threatening to others in the military? I challenge anybody that has a problem okay. with uh, with gays uh, in the military uh, or with any of the changes that's going on in the military, I challenge you to actually open a line of communication with Good. one of those channels and, and openly, honestly, tell them how you feel and why you feel that way. And and I would hope that uh, the one that, the ones that are receiving that uh, would would at least accept it with an open with with an open uh, with an you open know mind. Yes, exactly. Right. And you know, not get not get defensive because that's right. the first. 
that's the first way it's it, you, you, you're going to ruin that opportunity to maybe yes, have an open dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I teach um, my students in classes. I teach public speaking, as you know, and rhetoric. Right. And what I, one of the uh, responsible abilities for audience members or people receiving the message is to keep an open mind to actively mm-hmm. listen and don't heckle. Don't heckle. Reminds me of heckle and jekyll. Heckle. You know, don't right. don't abuse. Don't be abusive. We know people in our own family that are very good at being abusive, and, and sure. we don't like it. You know, no one likes it. You know, sarcasm. The Greek uh, Greek their version of the of that word, uh, you know, is uh, tearing flesh. And so, right. you know, let's try to be kind to each other. Listen with an open mind and an open heart, and uh, you know, agree to disagree if they don't if they don't find a like uh, meeting of the minds. But to respect yeah. and to uh, honor those people, because they they would want to do this, you know, they deserve that. Everyone deserves that, you know, to be honored and respected. I mean, right. I'm going to go back to Aristotle. That's what he always advocated: truth and honor above all else, and 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 right. to be ethical and and um, emotionally, you know, responsible, and and have logical facts when they argue. <laughs> And that's the thing. Where's the logical fact? Where's the evidence that says that these people are dangerous or threatening to you? There's no logic right. in it, you know, because, all mm-hmm. this, you know, and, and I think you understand that. And uh, I appreciate your, your kindness and your sensitivity. I know it took time, you know, you know, and, but you, you're really growing into a very um, responsible and lo- loving and passionate and, uh, you know, sensitive a man. You know, and that's a good thing for their your sons to follow. And I'm well, you know, that. the kids they they kind of settle you down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that. Well, they do, they're all over the place, so you need to. to yeah. do that, you know, so good. Well, Josh, it's yeah. been a pleasure talking with you. Likewise, and, thank um, you. I love you. You know, you're, love you too. You're the, you know, they're the elder of the um, of all your cousins. So, yes, you know, so you set that role model, and I know they love and respect you as well. Is all right. All right. Now, by the way, Josh, um, is there any way people, if they wanted a dialogue with you, they can contact you? Uh, uh, social, at, I know you're not on social media that much. I'm not on social media, but uh, feel free to have any of them. Uh, feel free to have them. Any of them email me. Um, the first name, obviously, it's Josh. So you could use jpellegrino12 at yahoo.com. jpellegrino12 at yahoo.com. That's correct. All right, Josh. Well, thank you so much. All right. All right. This is Talking Out with Dr. Vince. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for more shows with wonderful guests like Josh.